warning, this episode contains mature and explicit content and is for listeners over the age of 18. That said, welcome to Full Body Frequency. I hope this show finds you safe, healthy, and happy. My guest today is Vanessa Brown. She's an ordained minister, a licensed sexologist, and the CEO of Pink Kitty. Now, Pink Kitty is your one-stop shop for all things related to romance and intimacy, from lingerie to tools and toys to marital and couples counseling. And after COVID, Pink Kitty will resume its in-person parties and workshops. Vanessa Brown of Pink Kitty, welcome back to Full Body Frequency. Hey, Laura. It's a pleasure to meet with you again. So happy to talk to you. Indeed. It's it's all my pleasure. All my pleasure. And before we get started in our conversation about plus size sexual pleasure and health, let's talk about something a little different. And that is you're an ordained minister and a, and a licensed sexologist. And we often think of sex and religion as mutually exclusive, but are they really? I don't think so. I feel that, you know, they actually are correlated. You know, I say all the time, like we all got here pretty much the same way. There was some form of copulation where the sperm at the egg, like we all got here in that same way. Um, so I believe that if you... Um, are talking to your minister, your pastor, whatever, this person is a shepherd, you should have your relationship conversations should be intertwined with that. What Pink Kitty provides is that next step. So we're not bashful about, oh, we can talk about when we, when we mention the sex part of our marital counseling or our marriage, marital therapy with our ordained pastor or whoever we're talking to, we have to be shy about, oh, but you know, the sex life isn't that great or, oh, the sex life is wonderful, but the other aspects are wrong. Like you can have the full conversation with me because I'm going to, this is a, a free space. This is a safe place where we can talk about not only just the sexual part of it, we can talk about the intimacy part of it. We can talk about the relationship part of it because I ha- I embody all those parts. I've got the licenses, I've got the certification and I have the experience. Mm, okay. I, I I think I would come to you. I don't necessarily know that I would ever go to my pastor, but I'm really <laughs> glad that you are the embodiment of the most intimate parts of our lives, whether it's spiritual and sexual. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Absolutely. Indeed. So from your vantage point as an intimacy expert, what does plus size pleasure look like these days during COVID? Oh. It has been tough, Sister Laura. It has been tough. Like, you know, this COVID experience, being a single woman myself, single being not married, that, um, you know, not a, it's about trust. You know, not only do I have to have my partner trust me that I'm being safe, as safe as I can be, and not impacting um, other people with COVID, you know, whether I'm asymptomatic or not, I don't want to have COVID at all. So I'm definitely making sure that I'm doing my part. I'm carrying my microfiber, I mean, microfogger, I'm carrying my sanitizer, you know, sanitizer got my Lysol at the door and my, you know, my humidifier in the house with the, um, with the uh, HDL in it. So it makes sure that anything that comes in the house is getting killed on site. I have to make sure that my partner is also the same way. Um, my non-domestic partner, because I don't know where they've been, who they're around and, you know, checking with them. Like, do you know anybody that has um, COVID that you've been around recently? Like, so it's definitely a matter of trust, Mm -hmm. not unlike what we need, you know, with HIV testing as well. So we need to make sure, you know, that we're just making sure that we're being as safe and trusting the partners that we're with. I think the days of 
like the hookups might, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> might be gone. <laughs> I hope yeah. so anyway. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. It, you you just don't know. You need to have that level of trust. Absolutely. Now, with the advent of more of us staying at home, what kind of changes have you seen in your business? So I think uh, people are uh, being a little more risk, uh, taking more risk in their sexual um, adventures. (laughs) I'll say Um, definitely stepping it up. Uh, Like I said, I'm getting more restraints related products are are being purchased. I'm getting more. yeah, I think people are taking more risks. Like people are ordering more things that I typically wouldn't see. I think I mentioned to you before when we were offline that um, guys are ordering urethral plugs and um, women are, you know, who are typically not into toys at all are going, hey, what does this thing do? And do you have anything for this? You know, and although in my 13 years of business, I've had, you know, obviously new, you know, persons purchase their first product, but usually it's something light, like, uh, you know, a bullet or something that says my first time vibe, non-invasive, whereas now they're like, hey, 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 this thing looks like it has 15 functions and it's waterproof. Can I use it in the tub? You know, so I'm getting, I think people are taking more risk now. Mm, okay. okay. Adult novelty products. So when you speak to your Pink Kitty clients, how much of their purchases are related to combating the stress of the pandemic? How much is related to achieving physical pleasure with or without a partner? And are there other reasons for purchasing tools and toys? Well, obviously, whenever you make a purchase from Pink Kitty, I want you to experience pleasure. So that will be a part of it. But um, for the most part, I think it's just been boredom where people are like, ah, Uh, you know, whether they have something at home already that they've been using for six years and they just want something new or Mm -hmm. it's, well, you know, I've never had a toy before, but I'm sitting at home on my hands. So (laughs) I want to get this. And, you know, like I'm the girl that actually uses the toys. So I'm definitely going to give you the lowdown. I like to sit in my, on my couch with my little vibrator purring between my legs, you know? So (laughs) so I have no issues with telling you, yes, honey, you need to get this. (laughs) But, But yeah, I think mostly it's just been boredom. Wow. Wow. So if you've just tuned in, Vanessa Brown, the CEO of Pink Kitty, and I are talking plus size sexual health and pleasure during COVID. So let's talk a little bit about the age-specific and hormonal activities and potential challenges in a woman's life. So let's go by decades. A woman in their 20s. Well, recently I um, did an event and I had an 18 year old come up to my table and question me about some of the products, which I found to be amazing because that is something that is not typical in my 13 years of business. That has not happened. This was literally the first time that an 18 year old girl was just like, yes, here's my ID. I want to know what these things do. Mm. And to me, that's evidence of a shift. Typically, my experience has been that women in their 20s, and I'm saying, you know, even though she was 18, I'm saying 20s because, you know, she's really right on the cusp. Um, but women in their 20s have been, you know, basing their sexuality on how other people perceive them as sexy. It's not really been something that's rooted in the inside. So for this 18-year-old girl um, and her girlfriends to walk up to my table and say, hey, I want to see, that made me proud because I actually used to teach um, sexual health um, and behavioral health for teens, you know, um, 
re related to uh, gender and uh, body dysmorphia and things like that. Like I used to teach that um, after school programs. So I was very, very happy to see this 18 year old girl say, hey, I'm rooted in my own sexuality. It has nothing to do with what my girlfriends are going to think about me being over here. I want to know. So that was a really, really, really big shift because as I stated, typically um, the, the sexuality of 20-year-olds has been based on, oh, this person finds me sexually attractive or that person finds me sexually attractive or this is what the Kardashians is, are doing, so this is what I'm going to do to be sexy, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Now, <laughs> what about women in their 30s? Okay, so what I've been, what I've discovered just in my um, counseling persons, uh, married and not married, um, in their 30s is women in their 30s, typically, and I'm saying women, but, um, well, it's still different for both genders. Um, women in their 30s have been, you know, if they're married or in a partnership, it's based on, you know, they typically base their sexuality on how this person perceives me that I'm with. You know, is this person finding this thing sexy? Then this is what I'll do. Whether or not I feel sexy in it, you know, I'm still considering this thing because this person finds me sexy doing this thing. And they're kind of coming into their own, but not as much. It's it's still really rooted in how this person, my partner, perceives me. Whereas women in their 30s that are single are like, hey, I'm finding myself. I'm dealing with my sexual issues, the issues that I have around my body. And guess what? I'm showing it today. <laughs> you mm. know? So, so it's definitely a, a difference in between how they're viewing their sexuality. Okay. Kind of like a, an episode of Sex and the City. Yes, absolutely that. You know, like matter of fact, all four of them, you get it? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you had the one girl that was pristine, like, oh my goodness, I would never. But like behind the sheets, you saw that she was like super freaky and wanting to do all this stuff, but she would never let the world see her that way. And then you've got that Kim Cattrall character who happened to have been the oldest, you know, in the show. And mm -hmm. she's like, hey. <laughs> and then you have um, Carrie, the, you know, the lead that was typically like, uh, I'm really sexual, but only to this point, you know, right. I'm not going to do these things. And then, you know, she kind of looked at Kim like, you know, <laughs> I don't know if I would do that much, but okay, girl. You know? so, right, yeah, right, right. Absolutely that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so I almost think Kim Cattrall's uh, character may have been going into her 40s. After, I was just going to say that yeah. she was a 40 year old, you know, she yeah. was the one um, that, you know, you know, headed into that, you know, that segue, like the 40 year olds now are like 40 is the new 20, honey. My sexual <laughs> peak is popping. I feel like I can have sex for four hours. I do not have time for some dude whose stamina is not up to par. And actually speaking of that, I actually had an experience. I um, typically date which I didn't notice, guys that were, I remembered, you know, dating guys that were older than me. So I, with this guy who's about four years older than me, and I'm thinking, hey, you know, I like him. He's sexy. He's sweet. He's COVID free. You know, we've tested, you know, so, hey, we're about to go down with this guy. And incidentally, you know, the stamina was not up to par. You know, we tried round one. Um, no, not so much. Round two, I was like, hey, I got some tools, you know, <laughs> let's try this. And he was just mm -hmm. like, no, I'm not with that. I don't want to try this. And I'm like, well, I was trying to help the people with their problems. Let me get back to what I was doing, <laughs> you know? And then I realized like, oh my God, for like the last 10 years, I've been dating or seeing guys that were like 10 years younger than me. So, oops, I've been a cougar and didn't even know. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so that absolutely. is, is that where you found more sexual pleasure with men who are younger? 
Absolutely, honey. Like the stamina is really, and they're ready like to try. Oh, you want to do this? That is great. And I'm like, yes, it is great. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting that you say that because at one point I was dating a man who was probably 15, 18 years older than I was at the Mm -hmm. time. And he Mm -hmm. told me something. He said, realistically, where you are in your in your age, because I was in my 40s then. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, you should be dating a guy that's in his 20s because you two have the same uh, level of sexual drive. Mm-hmm. He said, that's that would be perfect for you. He said, I shouldn't be telling you this. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> yes, honey. I was like, I didn't even realize it. Seriously, I did not even realize it that that's what I had been doing for like the last 10 years. And was not paying attention because this was like, oh, this is an attractive guy that I'm seeing. And I'm, I'm sure my girlfriends noticed it was like, this girl is a cougar, but I would never, ever, ever say that in, you know, mixed company. However, <laughs> <laughs> you know, after being with that guy, I was like, oh no, honey, if, especially if I can't tell you what to do. Right. Uh-uh. Right. <laughs> Part of your ministry. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> so now what about women in their 50s and women in their 60s and beyond? What's Girl, going on there? Well, like um I actually noticed like women that are over 50, they're like you think in your 40s you're doing something, but when you hit 50, that's when life begins and you notice like you see these women and again, I'm not trying to be biased or anything, but like women women of color and they're 50. I mean, look at JLo, like she's 50 and she's doing stuff. I never would have thought a 50 year old would do mm-hmm. back when I was 20, you know, mm-hmm. like you look at 50, like that woman is old, but look at this girl doing splits, jumping off tables, you know, like women in their fifties and sixties and seventies and eighties, they are getting it. Like I've done events in nursing homes where, you know, I had this one woman corner, my assistant who was probably 22 at the time. <laughs> in the stairwell and like you think because i'm old i can't do this little boy i can handle you so yes (laughs) these days they are getting it honey they are getting it you know i saw i saw this tiktok video recently where this woman was celebrating her 92nd birthday and her grandson was like grandma what'd you wish for and she was like oh i want some dick and i'm like oh (laughs) yeah because i plan to be her i plan to be here when i'm 80 i want to still be doing tricks on my pole like where you at daddy let's do it so so yes i'm like living that life they are doing it so yep (laughs) goals so before we talk about men and kind of what they are looking at during various decades of their life let's go back to this poll because I know one of the things we haven't spoken about is that you have a line of equipment that is oh. specifically designed for plus size bodies. Oh, yes. Oh, so yes. tell us about oh. that and how what you have and weight limits and all those sort of things. Okay, so um, the polls that I still have a weight limit of 425 at this point. I mean, obviously I sell some that have like weight limits of 175, but I needed to make sure that my my products are all inclusive. And then when I say all inclusive, I mean all inclusive. That means LGTB, whatever all those letters are, like Mm -hmm. the alphabet, the alphabet crew, you know, Mm -hmm. friendly. They have to be plus size friendly. They have to be um, race friendly. Like I have products that are, you know, Caucasian all the way to the deepest, darkest uh, cocoa, you know, like I needed to make sure that the land, the the brand that Pink Kitty has, like you can always find what you need per pleasure. So yes, I have products that um, 
are for, you know, super, what they consider to be super plus size. I have products that are, you know, designed for people that are, you know, size small. Like I needed to make sure that I, my audience is everybody. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's part of what Pink Kitty was about. I did not want to feel like, you know, oh, you can see these boxes, you know, like you go into the average adult novelty store and you see these boxes where all the models look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have that reflected in my business. So matter of fact, I made sure that all of the pictures that I have on my website are not just looking like one person, like they okay. needed to be all inclusive. So yes, my poles, 450 pounds. I actually used to teach a pole dance class, plan to get back to that for 2022. Uh, well, maybe 2021, we're going to set a, a, a TV goal, <laughs> a fitness goal. Pole, pole dancing actually is a great weight loss activity, but I was, um, I was injured. So, you know, I got to get my strength back up in my legs, but anywho, yes, my poles hold up to 450 pounds. So yes, we're all about um, inclu- including everybody. We're plus size pretty over here. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, yeah, we need that for sure. Absolutely. So the men, what can be some of their plus size and age-related challenges? Oh, so um, with men, what I'm noticing is, um, especially during COVID, that they're they're um, wanting to have these conversations that I've never I've never had on a regular basis before. They're having conversations like because they're feeling more empowered. I think um, we talked about this offline before how Savage Fenty um, did their lingerie show and they had that plus size guy who said that he finally felt seen as a model. He finally felt seen as a person, as a male who could actually be sexy. And um, actually that guy was my type. So I didn't even understand what the problem was. (laughs) I'm like, dude, I love me a belly. I'm not even going to (laughs) lie. The playground for champions. So anyway... So, um, but plus size guys are are finally feeling sexy and seen. And, you know, I actually sell, you know, pajamas and briefs and stuff for them too. So they weren't aware that they could have this sexy, you know, persona uh, until they were able to see themselves. So this has been an amazing thing. And then for age, like what I'm finding is guys are more interested in having the conversations where it's not conventional sex anymore. I'm getting guys that are like, literally, like I said, um, this morning, this guy asked me, you know, how do I have this conversation about pegging with my wife? We've been together for 15 years and I really want to experience this. How do I have, have this conversation with her and let her know that I'm not gay? And so like, it's really, um, whereas. Well, well, hold on one second before you go any further. What is pegging for those of us who don't know? (laughs) Okay, so pegging is when a woman, and it it really is a biological woman, puts on a strap um, with a penis into a penile attachment, and she has um, anal penetration with a with a with a male. Oh, okay, a biological male. So yeah, he wants to have this this experience, and um, actually, you know, the male quote-unquote g-spot it's not called that uh the male quote-unquote g-spot where they have their most intense orgasm is actually located you know right behind their rectum so there's no way for us to reach that if we're you know having regular penetration you know (laughs) so that's the only way it can be reached so um it's very interesting that you know in this day and age they're still having to have these conversations sidebar like how do i tell this to my person when women are becoming more sexually free which is as we just you know discussed earlier like we're remo- we're removing the chains like no we don't have to be this particular way this particular way this particular way but we're still holding men to a standard of they can only experience pleasure 
through vaginal sex or else there's some, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm glad to be having these conversations with these men that are feeling free, you know, to say, hey, this is what I want. Now, of course, you know, um, pegging and penile cages and urethra plugs were like, you know, they've always been around. It's not like they just came out in 2021, but it was like the Underground Railroad. Like everybody knew that people were doing it, but nobody's doing it, right? <laughs> but yeah. you know, now we're in a space where they're going, I really do want to do this and I want to do it with the person that I'm currently with. I don't want to have to go to the bar. I don't want to. And I think that's because they probably have been doing it with people, you know, randomly. And now mm-hmm. they're because of COVID, they can't. Mm-hmm. I haven't thought of that. That might be mm-hmm. the reason. But, anyway, <laughs> you know, they want to do these things, you know, mm-hmm. and they want to do it with the persons that they're currently having these intimate relations relations with. So I'm happy to have those conversations and and bring those things to the forefront because it is important for you to experience full sexual pleasure, full sexual pleasure. To, you know. So speaking of full sexual pleasure, behind <laughs> you is a sign that I'm sure all of our viewers have seen head of the class. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about that and what that what Pink Kitty offers as head of the class. Okay, so head of the class is my oral pleasure workshops. And then when I say oral pleasure, I mean I teach biological women to uh, perform fellatio on biological men. And then I teach biological men to um, have or uh, cunnilingus with biological women. And I have to specifically state that because what I've noticed is when I mix those audiences, the conversations are not as authentic. There is a bravado that comes into play when there are people, persons of the opposite sex in the room. So I need to make sure that we're restrictive in that in that specific space where it's biological men in the room with biological men and biological women in the room with biological women. And um, because it's dealing with intimacy and my personal relationship with um, the person that I'm with or the person that I plan to have sex with, this is a space that has to be that way that I have to make sure that these persons are comfortable. I'm not going to force you to be comfortable with a situation that you're not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So um, so I need to be clear that it's biological women for the fellatio class, biological men for the cunnilingus class. Okay. And um, with COVID, are you doing things in person or are they strictly online? How does that work? So we're doing, um, actually, <clears throat> Um, during COVID, we're doing Zoom classes, but I actually will do uh, groups of 10 or less um, in person as well. Okay. I will do those. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's it's Zoom. I'll send you a package. You get um, uh, an item to practice with during the course and some little items to help you uh, stimulate. And for the guys, I teach 26 different techniques to make your woman have uh, an orgasm via cunnilingus. And for women, I teach uh, 13 different techniques to perform fellatio on a man. And I promise to have you very, very satisfied. You get a certificate at the end, certificate of completion, that you are the head of the class. All right. (laughs) A plus. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we're going to give you a website in a little bit. But I just wanted, I couldn't resist watching that poster (laughs) and seeing those lips in the head of the class. (laughs) So (laughs) what I've also not expected to do during COVID, but I did it. I made a conscious choice not to date during COVID-19. And this is primarily due to the ways in which COVID can spread, including sexual transmission mm-hmm. and the high mortality rates amongst plus size people. And we'll talk about those in a different show that the mortality rates in a different show. 
And because of this decision that I made, I spoke to Vanessa and she has recommended a number of tools and toys that will help relieve physical stress while also providing pleasure. So Vanessa, let's jump into this. Let's talk about your recommendations and let's start off with the wireless turbo rabbit. Tell me about that one. So the wireless turbo rabbit is not for the faint of heart. I will call that one of my greatest um, adult novelty items. We're not even going to call it a toy because that is not something we are playing with. That thing is serious. It comes in multiple range of sizes from six inches to 10 inches, and you can get it heated or not. It has Mm -hmm. cultural stimulation and um, studies have shown that most women orgasm from 70, uh, I mean, um, uh, 75% of all women orgasm from clitoral stimulation. So that provides clitoral stimulation and it has the shaft. So if you're a G-spot girl, X-spot girl, C-spot, C-spot girl, you're definitely going to get what you need. That shaft is amazing. It has multiple functions. It is water resistant, so you can use it in the shower. So it's just, it accomplishes the task. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> now the next item is the Colt Turbo Bullet. Tell what? us about that. So, so I'm a G-spot girl. I like have my most fun um, when I've achieved orgasmic stimulation from, uh, I mean, orgasm from uh, G-spot stimulation, but I love my wireless Turbo Bullet. I really, really like it because it has a multiple range of speeds. So you can get a nice light pulse while you're sitting back watching reruns with a glass of wine in your hand, or you could turn it all the way up for a screaming orgasm, which you are sure to have with this toy. Freaking adore it. It is also shower resistant, so you can also use it in the shower. Okay. Now, the Satisfier Pro. What? Look, can you tell? <laughs> you're very excited. I love my product, honey. The Satisfier Pro was my top seller of 2020. So, um, you know, needless to say, it is definitely the toy of the year as far as Pink Kitty is concerned. Matter of fact, I think I'll do a, um, a giveaway for that. I think oh. I would. But anyway, thanks for the tip, girl. We're going to call it the Laura Prize. So, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll call it the Full Body Frequency Giveaway. Yep, we will. So, anywho, okay. uh, <laughs> we're going to uh, do a uh, satis- so the Satisfier Pro. As I mentioned earlier, uh, 75% of all women experience uh, orgasm through clitoral stimulation, and this toy actually suctions your clit, and it has multiple speeds of vibration, multiple speeds of pulsation, so it is definitely the toy of your dreams when it comes to clitoral stimulation. I love the fact that um, it is also waterproof. It has a long handle, so therefore, you know, if you're one of those big belly girls like me, you, you can still reach where you need to reach in order to achieve your maximum orgasm using the Satisfier Pro. Freaking love that toy. Now, oh. I was going to ask you, what a, it sounds like it does a number of other things. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was going to say, you can also use it for nipple stimulation. You can use it with your partner on nipple stimulation. Matter of fact, you can use it to suck on his little urethra. If you you know have a male partner, you can use it to suck on his little urethra. Honey, it is nice. Nice. I tell you, it's a party in a box. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm sold. But uh, <laughs> then you recommended ID uh, Glide water-based lubricants and make me come clit sensitivity gel. So do you buy one or the other? Is there a choice or how does that work? Well- well, the ID uh, water-based lube is a lubricant, and the lubricant is what you need because you don't want to be breaking bread between your legs. You don't want to be using some synthetic product within your vagina, and um, you know, and it's and it's dry and it's rubbing against you and causing any friction that's 
interrupting your pH, so you're baking bread between your legs, or um, <clears throat> so you want to use that lubricant to kind of make sure that it's ready to be received. It is not organic. It is synthetic. So you need to make sure that you're prepping your body for something synthetic, okay? Mm-hmm. Lubricant is not your competition. It is your friend. Okay. And then the, the make me come uh, sensitizer gel is amazing because as I stated twice already, that um, 75% of women experience orgasm through clitoral stimulation. So this is making your clit- your clitoris more sensitive. So whatever you apply to it is going to make you want to sing. So, so this, this gel is awesome and also you can also use that on the head of a penis as well or for nipple stimulation because again it um what it does is causes all the nerve endings to uh um, cause all the blood to rush to your nerve endings of wherever you apply it and it makes them come alive so it's like ah nice i freaking love this gel and you can use them together because even though Make Me Come Clit uh, Sensitizer Gel is a gel. It does dry. So the lubricant is to obviously make it wet. So whatever surface, um, whenever you're using it on your clit, you can use both or you can use them apart. It depends on what level of stimulation you're attempting to achieve. Okay. Okay. And you just mentioned uh, baking bread between your legs. (laughs) Most of us know is creating a yeast infection. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We don't want that. And because we don't want that, there is the all-important toy cleaner. Yes. 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 It is very, 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 very important to use a toy cleaner. I know like if you're using one of those hard plastic toys, you can just, you know, wash it with whatever because you're not worried about those conditioner. But if you are using a hard plastic toy, I want to know why are you doing that? (laughs) Secondly, um, when you're using PVC or silicone, whatever your toy is made from, you want to make sure you have that conditioner um, that the triclosan offers in um, most toy cleaners to condition that toy. Because what happens if you decide that you're not going to use a toy cleaner and you're just soaking it in hot water, what happens to your skin um, when you use the hot water, you know, your skin dries up. What happens with a toy when you do that, because it's not skin, is that it'll start peeling, it'll start breaking down. So what happens is the chemicals that that is made from will be released inside your body when you're using these toys. You absolutely do not want that. We do not want to be baking bread between our legs, ever. It is not normal. So although, you know, there's a whole line of products, there's whole companies that are built on us not taking care of our bodies. You need to take care of your body. It is not normal to be baking bread between your legs. Give us a call. We'll help you with what to do next if you are, if this is something that you have frequently, because we definitely need to fix that. Okay. Okay. So I'm glad you mentioned, give us a call. So Mm -hmm. give us your phone number and give us your website address. Okay. My website is www.pinkkitty. That's right. Spelled with two T's and two E's. Don't ask me why I did that. Dot com. (laughs) And my phone number is 708-406-9690. That is the number to Pink Kitty headquarters. Okay. Great. Great, great, great. And of course, that'll be in our show notes as well. Yeah. I'm going to go make my selections and on the upcoming show, (laughs) I will back on what I purchased and how what I purchased worked and Vanessa will join me yes. so she'll be back she'll be back so Vanessa Brown of Pink Kitty thank you for joining me today I so appreciate it thank you so much and you can find me on all social media at Pink Kitty all right all right so until next time tune into your own full body frequency where large is luscious living <laughs>